It's 9 o'clock on Monday, 22nd day of March, 2010. The Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa is now in session. This is KE7VIN Net Control. My name is Kevin. Before I proceed, are there any emergency or priority traffic for the net? Net Maricopa meets for training and exercise in the public service communication arts. Someone has to be ready. This net is dedicated to addressing that challenge. The Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa also activates during threats or emergencies affecting Maricopa County. So when trouble strikes in Maricopa County, tune here. This net is an activity, not a separate organization. Go join the public service organization of your choice and come here to learn and hone your skills and exercise your equipment. All are welcome here, and we don't steal people from their chosen organizations. The only requirements are a radio, a license to use it on the net, and an interest in using both for the benefit of others. We, we expect to make mistakes and learn from them. Old grumps and sorry attitudes don't belong here. This frequency is hereby a can-do how-to zone. This is KE7VIN, Net Control. The Arizona Emergency Net, Maricopa, is on the Shaw Butte, figures 147.24, plus offset, and Mount Ord, figures 146.92, minus offset, linked repeaters. Both these repeaters require a figure's 162.2 hertz PL tone. Thanks to the good guys of the Arizona Repeater Association for authorizing us to use these repeaters. Any stations that can't reach either of these repeaters should try transmitting simplex on either repeater output frequency. Wait for the repeater to stop transmitting before you transmit. Any station stations that hear simplex or weak stations that the net control cannot hear should notify net control with the word relay. In the event that both these repeaters fail, we will use simplex on the Shaw Butte 147.24 simplex for program of memory in your radio for 147.24 simplex. Also, learn how to switch your radios to reverse frequency split to listen to the repeater input. This is KE7VIN Net Control. I need a volunteer for alternate net control. Alternate net control copies check-ins with me and keeps notes. Informs me when I, when I adopt, informs me when I double with someone and is available for special assignments. Alternate net control will also assume net leadership if I cannot continue. A station volunteered last week to help me tonight. KF7CCC, are you on frequency and ready to serve as alternate net control? I am KF7CCC. Great. Assume, tac assume tactical call sign alternate net control. Also confirm that you received my email and can open the attachments. Assuming alternate net control, and I have received your email and opened the attachments. KF7CCC. Wonderful. The Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa is a directed net. 
direct all calls to net control. Do not pass your traffic until requested by net control. Tonight we will take check-ins by station type. The types we will be using are base, mobile, and portable. Base stations are fixed stations with fixed antennas. Mobile stations are generally attached to some kind of a vehicle, and portable stations are generally handheld transceivers for this check-in. Pick the type that best fits your station. I will be taking check-ins in groups of three, so three at a time. Let's start with base stations. Base stations, please check in now with your FCC call sign in groups of three.
we'll continue from there. Uh, WB4ZKA and KE7EJF. Uh, any other base stations? Whiskey 7 Kilo Michael. Whiskey. Okay, there was a double. I acknowledge Whiskey uh, 7 Kilo Michael, W7KMG. Uh, the other station, uh, please come now. King 9. Edward David King. Knowledge uh, K9 EDK. Any other base stations who'd like to check in?
let's go with mobile stations. Mobile stations, please check in now. November 7, Lima, Quebec, Kilo. I did not get the uh, same person checked in two stations. I didn't get the first station you were doubled with. So come back with your station, uh, the first station you checked in now. November 7, November, Tango, Mike. you and I did not get the first part of your call sign so please come again with your call sign
station, please come again.
Thank you very much, Kim. Okay, we'll move on to 87AF. Leonard, Chandler, 87AF. Thank you very much, K7, X. I didn't get your name, though. Could you please repeat that? Name is Howard. K7XXX. Thank you, Howard. Move to WB4ZKA. Mike Chandler. WB4ZKA. Thank you, Mike. Next, KE7EJF. Dennis Phoenix. KE7EJF. W7KMG. Steve, Peoria, W7KMG. Thanks, Steve. K9EDK, please. Ed, Tempe, K9EDK. All right, and the last on the base station list, K7LWB.
Go ahead. 
didn't hear him this time, but I did notice. Well, I heard him just briefly that he's tagging along at the end of the uh, at the end of the repeater. So it's you know between the courtesy beep and the drop of the repeater, probably does not have the uh, proper tone set. One six two dot two. If he's listening, W seven STS. Thank you, W seven STS, and I think I got that it was Robert. So uh, I'll loop back now to N seven PSW. Are you on frequency?
ZKF. Go ahead. Well, I missed your brief description at the beginning, but the base station is a station operated from a fixed location. It's generally a permanent installation at a fixed location, though it doesn't necessarily have to be permanent. Uh, usually can bring to the table uh, a better antenna system, uh, higher antennas than a mobile or portable, uh, oftentimes directional or rotatable antennas uh, can often bring, also bring a higher power to, uh, to be used than what's generally seen in mobile or portable operations. KD7, ZKF.
seven ZKF. Uh, go ahead, Charlie. Two things come to mind. One kind of falls into the earlier part, um, but having the permanent power, uh, there's no real limit on your operational time of the station. Whereas if you were running portable or something, you'd be limited by your battery power. Uh, the other thing, it brings a the ability to have continuous around-the-clock operation by rotating operators or rotating net control operators through it. KD7ZKF.
because we have better coverage than cell phones do. Um, I've worked many events where uh, the radio was the, the, <coughs> the lifeline, so to speak, because there was no cell coverage where I was standing. That's a good point. Um, <coughs> a couple other things I have, I've thought of, and that uh, um, others, we can maybe expand on this, or other people might have some ideas, is I've written down uh, maybe a liaison to some other services, something else that might be going on with the net, or the net might need to, or the event might need to contact other services or coordinate with them. Um, don't know what those services could be. It was just a thought. Uh, and uh, liaison to other nets. <coughs> Maybe it's a big event and, and we have uh, multiple nets we have to, to deal with, uh, multiple frequencies because we can't all talk on, on one that's too big or something like that. Uh, we might have a, a liaison in a base station being able to uh, listen to and, and uh, control all the nets. Any other ideas? Charlie. You might also have 
access, access to modes not normally available in a mobile, the digital modes such as packet or something like that, KD7ZKF. That's a good point, and that's a way to pass uh, a lot of information uh, very concisely and very quickly. Um, much more quickly we can do it in voice with, uh, if you're just trying to pass uh, you know, numbers or statistics or anything like that. Um, that's a very good point. Okay, we've talked about public service events, and it sounds like a lot of part of what we do for public service or disasters will carry over into public service. Let's go ahead and go back to disasters and, and uh, or emergencies and see how they might also play in public service. So, what other things are there in uh, that we might deal with in an emergency? What other functions might a base station deal with, uh, uh, serve in an emergency? I have written down is just different liaisons. Um, things that you can do from a base station that don't work well from a mobile. Um, listening to the news. We talked about the internet already. Weather. Uh, and we, I guess we talked a little bit about an emergency operations center, but <coughs> that was we were talking about net control. That's something that uh, in a true emergency there will probably be an emergency operations center activated and we uh, Maybe a base station there to uh, to talk to them, or or at the EOC to talk to us. So, yeah, just some some things uh, to think about. Okay, any other uh, uh, ideas on this subject? Uh, I think we're kind of running out of things to say. I am, which is strange. So, if anybody else has anything to uh, to add, I appreciate it. Please come now with your SEC call sign. W7STS. W7STS. Uh, go ahead, Rick. Kevin, as I was listening to your, your uh, thoughts there, it strikes me that a base station would be much more efficient at making phone calls. You know, we do have means to make them. Many of us have cell phones. We've got the auto patch, but none of those are very conducive to mobile operations in reality. It's probably enough that we have a microphone in the left hand and a steering wheel in the right, or vice versa. But I'm not sure that it's a good idea to have a microphone in one hand and a cell phone in the other and be cruising down the road at 50 miles an hour. So uh, phone calls would be something if you needed to call people up, uh, liaison with somebody, uh, work out details in the background that a base station might be better suited for. W7SDS. That's a good point, Rick. And as you were talking, I was thinking even portable. Um, you're not having to worry about 50 miles an hour, but if you're out uh, in the middle of something uh, with a cell phone, you're going to pick up a lot of extraneous noise that probably doesn't need to go out through the, the telephone to whoever it is you're talking about or talking to or, or with. So, very good idea, and the ability to work out details, maybe even look things up uh, to clarify stuff, 
Um, uh, good idea. Something we all need to keep in mind. Any other ideas? Uh, go ahead, Charlie. Also, with the the better antennas and better range of a base, they can also serve as an impromptu repeater if uh, local repeaters were down. The base could relay traffic. KD7ZKF. LQK. Acknowledge LQK. And Charlie, um, good idea. Uh, relay traffic if necessary if, uh, if a uh, repeater goes down. Uh, go ahead, Donna. Another place a base station plays an important role is it's a fixed location. So it can be sort of a gathering point. If you have multiple people needing to check into the same place, you don't have to track people down. Um, like Special Olympics, when we have multiple um, organizers in the same building, they, it was easier to find the base station than the roaming people. N7LQK. And that, you know, that's kind of what, in a, in a disaster situation, that's what an EOC is all about. You have all the people you need in one fixed location, and they're easy to find. Um, and you can get the answers you need. Sounds like we could do the same thing in a, in a, uh, a large public service event or a public service event. If you could keep the people still, have a fixed location for them to come to, and, and then you'd know where the answers lie. Uh, good idea, Donna. Any other ideas from anybody? Alternate that control. Go ahead, Andrew. One thing I was thinking of as I was listening is that a base station is a station that's more likely to have more than one radio. So you can have uh, someone who's listening on multiple frequencies, uh, even if they're, you know, multiple two-meter frequencies, as opposed to uh, having someone trying to scan around different bands to your people that are doing things on different frequencies. KF7CDC. That's a good idea, too. That is true. And I know there are um, several people I know who, at their base stations, listen to others. In fact, I have a scanner here at mine. I just need to get an external antenna to, to make it work better. That I can listen to 2 meter, um, 70 centimeters, actually many different bands. Uh, and... Uh, just find out what's going on, so that's a good thought. Okay, one more call for uh, any other ideas, and then I think I'm going to uh, summarize and close.
Dave, I know how I would classify it. Um, and that's kind of what I was trying to, to lead to early on when I asked some questions. But let's let's open that up to the net. Does anybody in the net want to say how they would classify a, a Dave's setup that he was just talking about? from the weather. 
So a lot of things they can bring to us, and they can liaise with a lot of different folks, make phone calls, and do a lot of things. So very, very functional. Okay. I'm going to proceed to close. Are there any announcements for the net? If so, call now with your FCC call sign only. W7S, yes.
radio operators have supported this event for many years, and we would like to, uh, people to continue to support it. So, again, that's the El Tour de Phoenix on Saturday, April 10th. And contact ac7ew at arrl.net. This is KE7BIN Net Control. on these repeaters next Monday evening at 9 o'clock. And the topic will be, and I don't have that written down, uh, Mike, do you have a topic? I do. Uh, AK7RB, Kelly has it, uh, and if you'd like to uh, explain it, I'll be glad to, otherwise I'll do it. WB4ZKA. topic is for next week? Certainly. topic for next week is smoke test. High power operation. We'll be using our max power to see uh, if anything burns up and discuss what the purposes of high power operation are. AK7RB. Thank you, Kelly. Smoke test. That's always a fun night. Uh, <coughs> okay. Um, I want to thank... Uh, KF7CCC, Andrew, my alternate net control for tonight. I really appreciate your help and your support. All stations, I'm looking for an alternate net control for next week. Who would like to experience the alternate net control chair? You've seen what it takes. It's not hard. Uh, <clears throat> nobody got yelled at, and we all learned something, so... If you'd like to try your hand at Dalton Net Control for next Monday, please call now with your FCC call sign. Okay. It would be helpful if we had a net control, an Elf Net Control volunteer before next Monday night. We can ask for them at the last minute, but it works better if we have uh, know who is going to be ahead of time. So I'm going to ask one more time: Would anybody like to volunteer for uh, to be alternate control next week? next week when it goes out because uh, Kelly is probably going to ask for an alternate control at the start of the, uh, the net. This has been the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa. You can refine it. I'm having trouble <laughs> speaking tonight. This has been the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa. You can find a recording archive of this net and other net information at www.an-mar Org. For more information on Arizona Aries, go to www.az-arrl.org slash secure. Go sign up for practical hands-on experience in public service events with the Maricopa, Maricopa County Emergency Communications Group at www.mcecg.net. 
While you're there, click on the AZ HamServe button on the front page to sign up for the AZ HamServe email group to receive bulletins and notices about the NET and other public service topics. Thank you to all NET stations for participating this evening. All stations are free to stand down and secure. Thanks also to the Arizona Repeater Association for letting us use these, uh, these repeaters. And a big thanks to the general amateur community for cooperating with the net. This is Net Control closing the Arizona Mercy Net Maricopa and returning the frequencies and auto pass to general amateur use. This is Net Control, KE7VIN. Good night.